Live from Beit Shemesh and broadcasted around the world, you are listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Nahum Klegman. Interviews and advice from Jewish entrepreneurs from around the world. Listen, learn, be Masliach. Welcome to episode four of the From Entrepreneur. And in today's discussion, we will be talking about business cards. Yes, business cards actually is the first impression you usually give over of your company. And I want to highlight how super important it is to have a high-quality business card. And uh, it's something that's worth investing a little bit more money in. Uh, I like to say that just like our eyes is the window to our soul, well, a business card is the window to your business's soul. It is the first impression. And usually when I get somebody's business card, I can pretty much tell right away how serious the company is, and how serious they take their company. If you're serious about your business, if you're serious about making an impression, then you want to make sure that your business card is really top of the line, that it's something that sticks out, that it's something that shows that you take your customers seriously and that you take your business seriously. I just came back from the Parnassa Expo in New Jersey, and uh, over a course of a couple of days, I collected about 75, 80 business cards from a networking I did a session on podcasting, and people gave me their cards from that. And uh, overall, it was a pretty good show. So, but I went, you know, going through all my different business cards and trying to, uh, you know, add them to my database or to follow up with uh, certain people. You know, I noticed there were just some things about people's business cards that just really irked me. And so I wanted to go through some of those mistakes I think people make. And uh, I'd like to talk about some of the things that I like. Obviously, I'm not going to mention any names of the companies of business cards I don't like, but I will point out what I don't like about them. And then we're going to go through some of the business cards that I did like, you know, that were given to me. But, you know, a business card, we have such an opportunity to make a first impression. And when you meet somebody, I can't tell you how many times I've given over one of my business cards and people were just like, wow, that's really amazing. It's really cool. You know, I tend to usually put my photo on a business card so that people will remember the name with the face. I did that with at a, a social network company called sportsfan.me and I made our business cards to look like a baseball card. So it was like really cool. We had like a, you know, an image of us on the front looking like the face of a, of a baseball card. And on the back, we had our information written out, you know, looking like the back of a baseball card. And, you know, people love that card. I've done other ones where the quality is just, and we'll get that in the end. I'll tell you where to get them called Lux Business Cards, where the quality is just, you know, beautiful. And you could tell, uh, you know, that I care about my company. When I, and when I hand a card like that over to somebody, you know, they look at it, they take it, they feel it. They're like, wow, where'd you get these? Oh, these are great. You know, when you get comments about your business card, you know uh, you're doing something right. So when was the last time, when you ask yourself, when you hand over your business card to somebody, when was the last time someone said, oh, wow, that's great. That's really cool. How'd you do this? Where'd you get this? If you're not getting uh, that type of response, then it means you can improve your business card. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I like and some of the things I don't like. But I will tell you, actually, before we get to that, um, you know, it's funny. I went to China uh, a little bit more than a year and a half ago. And in China, when you give over a business card, it's not just, hey, here's my business card. You don't just throw it at somebody. There's a whole procedure I learned that you have to do. And that is that you hold your business card over in two hands. You do a little bow and you hand your business card over. They take it with two hands and then they look at the front. They look at the back. They study it and then they make a comment about it. And then they do the same thing to you and they'll hand you over their business card 
and you do the same thing. You take it, you look at it, you absorb it. And I thought it was very interesting. And it's interesting about the business culture in China. I think that's actually one of the only good things about the business culture in China, which uh, perhaps we'll get to in another podcast uh, about working and manufacturing in China, which can be a complete nightmare uh, unless you know what you're doing. And even if you know what you're doing, it can still be a complete nightmare. But we'll get to that uh, in a future podcast. But today we're talking about business cards and making a first impression. Now, people tend to think that, hey, let's just go the cheapest way. You know, people are just throwing them out anyway. People are just, you know, uh, it's just something that we need a lot of, so we may as well pay a cheap price for. And I just totally disagree with that way of thinking. I think if you're giving over something to somebody and you want to make an impression, then it's something that is worth, you know, even if they're going to throw it away, right? Even if you think they're not going to keep it. First of all, a lot of times people don't throw away my business cards because they are really cool and they do like to hold on to them. And it's an example of something that they'd like to do for themselves. But even if you know they're going to throw it away, it's still it's that first impression that you're leaving with them, right? It just goes into the head when you hand over your business card and they say in their mind, they're like, oh, wow, this is cool. This is solid. You know, it's kind of like thinking about when you shake somebody's hand in business. If it's a very limp handshake, it doesn't make much of an impression on you. If the guy shakes your hand firm and, you know, you can just tell who the person is. You know, your business card tells who your company is, what your company is about. And in today's day and an age, there's no excuse to giving out a cheap business card or a business card with a lot of the mistakes. And we're going to go through a few of them now. So first of all, one of the things that I saw, you know, probably in about 30 of the business cards I got was that there was nothing on the back of the card. Now, you're going through the process of handing over your business card to somebody and you're only giving it half full. Right. Even if you have an empty side on the back. Now, people I know may say that, hey, we're leaving space so people can, you know, write notes on it. So first of all, someone's going to write notes, which, you know, in giving out thousands and thousands of business cards over you know, 20 years, maybe it happened 20 times, 30 times that someone actually wrote uh, a note on my business card itself. But even if you want to leave space for someone to write notes, so put a little thing on the back that says notes and draw some like thin lines so people can write notes on it. You know, show that you care and that you thought about them. And you're not just leaving a blank space. And today, even if you, uh, you know, don't have more content you want to put on the back, so just put your logo nicely on the back of the card. You know, that's something like, you know, uh, let me see, I'm pulling a card here. SBA Loan Group, Yankee Markowitz, right? So he's got a very nice card. He's got all his information on front. And he could have left, you know, the card blank on the back, but he didn't. He put a beautiful logo that spans the full back of the card and just makes it look so much more professional, right? If you just looked at the card without this on the back, you know, it just looks like a you know, regular business card. But with the logo done on the back, it just looks uh, so much more professional, so much better. And there's still room to write notes on there. So if you think you're saving yourself 15 bucks or 20 bucks by not printing on the back, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. It's worth really, you know, putting, and even people have put on the back, uh, like uh, what is it, car companies that put, you know, to feel a derech on the back, or uh, you could put a calendar on the back. You know, there's all sorts of things you could do on the back to just, you know, not waste that space. You're making an impression on somebody, and you're going through the effort, and you're handing them the card, and you're only giving half a message. So, you know, definitely print on two sides. Today, almost every single printer can print on two sides of a business card, if not change your printers. And actually, at the end of the podcast, I'll give you a couple of uh, sources. I also, um, in our show notes, which you can visit from entrepreneur.com and look in the uh, podcasts. And if you go to this podcast, uh, you'll see in the show notes, I'll put some links of some really great business cards that you could check out. You know, things that will blow your mind away. 
But for now, let's uh, talk about more of the uh, issues on the cards. So there were at least two cards, or three cards maybe, actually four, I think, that didn't have anybody's name on it. It was just a business card, and maybe it had a phone number, had a website, but it didn't have the person's name. Now, when you're going over a business card and, and you're giving it over to somebody, this is what networking is about. It's about building a relationship with a person, right? And if not having your name on the card, I mean, how do you know who to relate to? How do you, you know, build that network? How do you build that relationship with a person that you don't know who it is? And so those cards I just throw out because there's no way to uh, know who it is that you're talking to. Uh, so that's a mistake. I don't know why someone wouldn't want to put their name on the business card. The only thing I can think of is that if you're a company and you have, I don't know, 10 different employees and you don't want to create a new business card for everyone else, so you'll just create one for everybody to just take and give out. But I think that's a mistake. You're changing from a business card, you're changing it to like a, a coupon or I don't know, a, some sort of a advertisement you know, just for your company. And I think that's a mistake because business today is really, actually not just today, but it's always been about relationships. So uh, if you leave your name off the card, that's just a huge mistake. Uh, another thing I've noticed, and this is something I make, we could probably talk about in a future podcast as well, is that people are using a Gmail address uh, on their business cards or Yahoo or, you know, uh, Hotmail or whatever it is. Now, even though, you know, Gmail is, is convenient, um, when you put your, your company name in your email, use your company email, it's just so much more professional. I can't even you know, tell you how, how much it makes a difference in my mind when I see somebody that uses their company name email as opposed to a Gmail address. Now, today, it's also very simple to integrate your uh, company name address into Gmail. Very easy to set up. And so you, know, you shouldn't even think twice about using your company name email and I know it's easy to use and stuff. And uh, well, I think Hillary Clinton uses her Gmail account, you know, for uh, her business. See what type of uh, mistake that was for her. But if you're going to, you know, you have a company name, you have a company website. So then don't use, you know, a a Gmail address. Use your professional company email address. And if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to set it up, you could go on YouTube and do a search for how to set up your company email. You could ask a friend. There's really no excuse today to publish an email address on your business card that is not of your company name. The only uh, time when I think it you know, could be acceptable is if you're marketing yourself. Right? If you're not marketing a company and you're a, let's say, a doctor or you're a, even a business consultant, if you have a, a you know, name for your consultancy, you've got to use your consultancy e email. But if you're just your own person and you're just uh, you know, marketing yourself, then maybe it could be okay to use a Gmail address but otherwise, there's really no excuse not to use a professional uh, email address today. And people think, oh, it's no big deal, but it is a big deal. All these little things leaves an impression. And it's so much more professional today to use your uh, business name and your email address. It just shows that you took the extra time to do it right. And speaking of the uh, websites and web addresses, first of all, even if you use a free you know, website like Wix or uh, what is it, Squarespace, you know, even if you use another company to build your website, don't use their URL. Even if you get a free URL, free web address, you don't want to be, you know, Moishi's Flowers at Wix.com. You want to get a domain name. Uh, and it's also super important. I mean, maybe we'll have to do another podcast about naming your company and choosing your name and choosing the right domain name. Maybe we'll do that uh, in the next podcast because that's also a super important topic. And I don't want to get too off on a tangent. But uh, if you have a website and you list your website and your business card and someone goes to that website and the website is not finished or there's no even website yet, you didn't even set it up, then don't put it on your business card. And if you're going to go to a conference and hand out your business card to hundreds of people and you don't have your website set up, what are you thinking? You know, just either don't put your website on, order new cards just for the show that don't have, 
you know, a website on there or take, you know, a half hour and just build a page that just has your company logo and your name and, and phone numbers on there. At least something. People shouldn't come to a website that's either, you know, uh, half finished and, you know, we have dummy text all over the place or that even worse, that it just doesn't show up as a website. It just shows up at like a GoDaddy hosting page or something like that. That is very unprofessional and it could turn people off from wanting to do business with you. So today's day and age is very easy to create even a free one-page website. Very simple to do using Wix uh, or using some other companies. I'll, I'll put a couple more in the show notes that you could check out. But there's really no excuse. Even if your full website is not ready yet, there's no excuse not to have you know a clean uh, web page with your information on it. Don't put your website on there if you're going to send people to a blank place. Um, it was a trend back you know a couple of years ago to put a QR code uh, on your business card. I actually did that with one of my cards from a year, year and a half ago. And truth is, I can't tell you that I've ever, ever used a QR code on a business card. I just haven't done it. And I can't even tell you I've ever seen anyone else ever do it. I think QR codes, you know, came and, you know, now they're gone. I don't think people really use them so much anymore. I don't think it's worth using. Uh, it takes up space on your business card. And I mean, I could be wrong here, but I've just never seen anybody scanning a business card. Because if you have the business card and you have it in your hand, right? So you could just go to the website from your phone or you could go to, or if you're at your computer, you could just check out the website or email the person or call the person. Like really, why would you, you know, to scan it? If you if you have a phone that scans, then you have a phone that can go to the internet, right? So if you're scanning a QR code, or if you have to, you take out your phone, you have to open up your application for scanning, then you have to actually scan the uh, QR code, then you have to wait for it to load up. Or you could just type in the web address. You know, today I think it's become a little gimmicky, and I've seen it probably like six or seven people have had it on their business cards, but I think uh, that's a mistake. I think it's, you're wasting uh, good, clean space and putting something that no one's really using. Although if you are using QR code successfully, you know, I'd love to hear about it. Please let me know. If you find that it works, if you find people come back to you and say, wow, that's awesome. You have your QR code on your card and, you know, made it so much easier to contact you or to reach you. Um, I just never seen that or heard that from anybody. So, you know, you may want to rethink, even though it may show that you're, you know, up there at the times or, you know, I, I just don't see it as something that's really all that useful anymore. Uh, also, a must. <laughs> I had some. Thank God, it was only one person that did this. But I got his business card that looked like it was printed out of his computer. Yes, there are people still today that print their business cards from their computer and manually cut it or use a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe they borrowed the paper cutter from their school. I don't. I don't know what it is. But that's also extremely unprofessional. You know, when you have a business card that's off-centered and it's not cut right and looks like, and you could tell that it's been cut. Or maybe they used to have, maybe they still have them, paper that's pre-cut to business card size that you print it in your printer and then you could just uh, tear along the edges. You know what I'm talking about? Don't do that. It's just, you know, if you have a business card, it means you're trying to make money with something, even if you're a nonprofit organization. So you're trying to raise money. You know, you're trying to make an impression. And a business card that's printed from your printer, from your home printer, does not make a very good impression. So let's please try not to do that at all, ever. I've also seen cards. There was one card specifically I was trying to write down the information from, and the font was just too hard to read, right? People don't want to, you don't, one of the rules in business and, and in marketing is you don't want to make people think. You don't want them to have to read something over and over again. You want them to be able to get the message and read it clearly right away. So if you're using a fancy font, it may look cool, but ask, you know, 10 friends to, to read it back to you first, see if, you know, what they think of it. If you're using a font that's too hard to read, 
and you're making people think it's just going to leave a negative impression and people may just ignore it. <laughs> so there's plenty of fonts. You can use thousands of fonts you can use that can make you stick out and look different while still being very easy to read. Another thing I've seen on uh, at least three or four business cards is a dark color on a dark color, meaning they'll have like a maroon card with like black writing on it. And it just besides, you know, being hard to read, it just doesn't look good. It's like you're hiding your information from somebody, even though you really want them to be reading it. You know, there are some cards that got it right and they have, you know, blue on white or white on blue or, you know, even if you want to use colors and do red and, you know, they'll have white on red or white on orange. You know, that makes it so much more easier to read and, uh, you know, makes it more clear. Be careful with your colors. Even if you want to use colors, you know, make sure that the colors match each other. And there are websites out there today. I'll try to put one in the show notes as well where you can go see different color schemes and see what works. But uh, you don't want to make it hard for people to read your information. You know, and I guess at the same note, like I'm looking at one card now and it's like a maroon card with, I don't even know what color to call this, but like a lighter version of the maroon on the card. And it's just so hard to read. Uh, Also small text. You know, you want to try to use larger text whenever possible, you know, without looking too uh, gaudy, I should say. But you don't want to make it so hard that the font is so small that people can't read um, what you're putting in there. Uh, let's see, lack of social media links is something else that I've seen being an issue. Now that could be because if your target audience is a from, uh, audience, then, you know, it could be that you would not want to put social media links on there. You don't want to promote your social media links, but if your target market is outside of the from world, then it's something, uh, you know, social media, again, it's a, for another conversation, but it's so important to your marketing efforts in today's day and age. That, you know, you really should put links on there, especially, um, and I haven't really seen this, I mean, I haven't gone carefully through every single business card. Maybe I'll find one that has it, but I haven't seen really any, I mean, that has your uh, LinkedIn uh, URL. I've seen a few that have, you know, just like a graphic that says, hey, you know, we're on, uh, you know, Facebook. I'm looking at one now from uh, Stacy Gindy from uh, S. Gindy Design Studio. And on the back of her card, she has, you know, a Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn icon, which shows that she's on there. It doesn't have the links to it. But, you know, I think LinkedIn is definitely acceptable, at least from what I understand, for most Rebunim to uh, use in your marketing efforts. And, you know, there's a lot of Rebunim on uh, LinkedIn. And I think you should allow people to have a, a URL to your LinkedIn uh, address so that people can easily find you on LinkedIn and connect to you. So that is something I don't really see on the cards but even if you're marketing, uh, you know, to everyone, you know, you do want to have a link to your Facebook page or to your Twitter URL, your Twitter handle, I should say, uh, just makes so much more sense. People are spending hours on social media every single day and you want to connect with them where they are. You know, when you have your website, that's great, but you have to, you know, it takes more effort for someone to have to go to your website than it is if they connect with you on social media. Uh, and it's also easier to connect and, you know, spread your message to them. And keep your name in front of people using social media. But again, social media will use will be a topic for another day. But for as far as business cards go, if you're on a social media site such as Twitter or LinkedIn, you know you should have the handle or your LinkedIn name or even Skype name on your business card. Uh, one more thing I just want to point out, which is extremely unprofessional. And truth is, I don't think I saw this on anybody's card, thankfully, at this show. But I have seen it in the past, so I just want to point it out. If you change your phone number and you'll see someone will, you know, have a pen through their phone number and a new phone number on their card. 
right? Or they change their phone number, they change their email address, they'll cross out the email address on the card and give you a new, new email and say, hey, our new business card's not ready yet, you know, whatever it is. That is terrible. You know, when you hand someone a business card, you don't want them to see a strike through on your business card. You don't want to see that you marked it up with a pen. You know, it just takes away from the impression and it shows that, you know, you did not t- put in the effort. Again, you could get business cards today in as little as 48 hours. You know, it means that you, you aren't willing to spend the 50 bucks to get new cards with your new number, your new email address. And if you're really worried uh, that somebody is not going to be able to contact you, so take down their contact information and follow up with them. And if you do have the wrong phone number on it and they try calling you, if it's important to them, they'll try calling you. They'll try emailing you. You know, it just looks very unprofessional to handwrite or cross out anything on a business card or even to uh, – I've seen people put stickers like over a certain section of the business card with their new number. I just think because of the low price today of what it costs to do quality business cards, I just think you know it's better to put out a lower quality business card than to put out a business card with you know a strike through on it. So that's something else to keep in mind. So you know I think the overall message I want to relate to you is that you have a, a tremendous opportunity today to get your message across, to make a fantastic first impression to people, and you could really wow somebody and make them you know believe in you, make them believe in your company just by handing them a tiny square piece of paper. And there is so much impact that goes into that. And you'll see, I'm going to, you know, again, check the show notes. I'll, I'll give you links. To, you can see some really quality, really crazy business cards that people do that just stick out. I just want to go through a few of the business cards that I got at the show and what I thought was, uh, you know, really good. There was very few, to be honest, that made me, you know, say, wow, like this is awesome. You know, there were some very good, clean cards. Uh, Optimal Targeting, David Konigsberg. Uh, has a nice clean card, has its die cut, uses great colors, has his logo on the back, and has all the printed information on the front. So, you know, I like that card. Uh, this is cute. Moshe Schindler did from Mint Media LLC. He gave out a little packet of mints, which is very cool. Uh, I like that idea a lot. It has the OK on it, Kosher Parv. And, you know, if you're going to call yourself Mint Media, I think, you know, you definitely got to give out mints, right? The only thing that I don't like about it is that Pesach's in a week, so I got to throw this card out. <laughs> but uh, and so he probably should have another business card that he gives out along with this. So you know, because people are not going to once the mints are finished, people are not going to probably keep their card around, which it could be okay because most people throw out the business card. This will keep it around for a little while till they finish the mints and until they have a chance to uh, follow up with you. So I think it's uh, you know definitely a very good and creative idea, and definitely came in handy uh, at a conference where you want your breath smelling fresh. So that was good. One of the cards that stood out most, this is, was the most, I would say, unique card that I saw at the show, was by Tech Masters PCS, Mechel Thumim. I hope I got that name right. Mechel Thumim, who was the president. Uh, and he used, a, it's like a hard plastic translucent card that just looks really cool. I would definitely say that this is one of the top two or three cards that I got at the conference. Uh, so kudos to him. You could tell that he cares about his business. You could tell that it was worth him to, you know, put an extra expense for a card like this. And it, it definitely stands out to me. So I really like that. Let me go another card here. It's a company called Suf Publishing, Natan Feldman. Also very clean cut. You know, I like that it's uh, his front and back matches. There's not too much information on it, just what you really need. The website, the email, the phone number, and the name, and a clean logo. I think that was a, a standout card. I thought he did a good job on that. Resmart Marketing, Chaim Sofer has a nice card using both the back and the front, you know, matching each other. 
you know, very clean. I like that card. Jeff Yeager from ZDH Consulting. Uh, that's actually ZDH Consulting has a very, very nice card. What I like about them the most, I mean, they're, they're probably also in the top four cards I got at the show. Besides the coolness on the back of the card where they show, you know, nine different sections, squares of, of things that they do. On the front, you know, they have like, I can't even explain it. It has like a, a ZDH logo in black on black, you know, uh, which is the front of the card. And then on top of the black on black with the, you know, the logo repeating itself. Then you have like the color logo and the name and information. It's just a very, you could tell that these guys are professionals. You could tell that they care about their business and they really put some effort into their card. So Jeff Yeager from ZDH Consulting, very cool card. Let's just go a couple of more just to stand out. Uh, immediate marketing. It's funny, the marketing guys, they got it right. If you want to find a good marketing company, uh, if your business card does not stick out, then you know why would I want to use you for my marketing? So immediate uh, marketing, business consulting is fantastic. Joel Klein, beautiful card. I like that he has a quote on the back of the card. And I've seen that in a few cards where people put like a nice quote there. When we have trust in our potential, our business dimensions expand even larger. Joel Klein, CPBC. So that's a cool card. Uh, another cool card that stuck out was Jeremy Seth Davis, who is a content marketing director. Uh, he has a small card. Like it's, you know, it's probably a quarter, probably like, one-third the size of a regular business card. So it sticks out just in the fact that it's uh, small, so it's easy to keep, easy to slip into your wallet. Uh, sticks out as being different, and it's very clean. You know, on the front of the card, he has his name, phone number, email, and his website. And on the back, he has a quote from Winston Churchill, of all people. I'm certainly not one of those who need to be prodded. In fact, if anything, I am the prod. That's cool. Using a quote also shows a lot of your personality and shows about who you are. Uh, so I think this card is cool because it sticks out it's smaller uh, and it's different. And again, being different, sticking out, not doing what everyone else is doing is super important for your company, for who you are. Uh, let me just do one or two more. Uh, first Choice Shipping. They had a beautiful booth also. I remember they everything matched and everything they handed out was uh, all matching. They definitely, whoever did their marketing uh, for them was great. I love their logo. David Vizel, CEO. I hope I got the name right. Vizel Vizel, V-I-Z-E-L. First Choice Shipping has a beautiful card, very clean and crisp on the front, and their nice logo on the back. Um, that definitely sticks out. Let me just see one or two more. Focus Inc., Chaim Schnitzler, Director of Business Development, uh, has a nice card. Together we make a perfect team. They use the back of the card very nicely, very clean, crisp on front. Keskel uh, Steiner from Imperial Residential Real Estate, also a very nice card. I don't get on back. It says Charles from Brooklyn. Not sure what that means, but the card is at least, you know, very good quality, and they use the front and back, and the colors uh, all look good. Um, I would say that the website is a little hard to read on the front. You know, like, you can't really see. They should have used a lighter color on the maroon background. But other than that, it's a nice card. And Sarah Kranz, corporate recruiter from LTC Consulting Services, has a nice card. I love their back of the card, how elegant it looks, and how it matches with the front. Very clean, very crisp. Hanan Kaufman. Uh, has a very cool card. He works for a few different organizations, so he has them listed very nicely on the front of the card. Uh, again, with just his uh, email address, phone number in the U.S., phone number in Israel, and the websites in the back of the card shows the logos of the different programs he's involved in. Go Inspire, Bizrail, uh, Jerusalem Fellowships, and Israel High Tech Ventures. So that's also, uh, I like that card. And then I am going to, uh, one more, or two more, Briarcliff Insurance Agency, uh, Ellie Weiner, who's the president, 
Very nice card. I like what they do on the back with their logo and uh, the different programs that they're that they're insuring for. Auto, home, business, disability. You get the full message of what they do, what they're about, and very clean and crisp on the front. Then I'll get to uh, my favorite card. Actually, this is my favorite card I got at the show at the conference. And, uh, you know, if you know who the guy is, you'll say, hey, it makes sense that he has a cool card. His name is Joe Apfelbaum from Ajax Union. Uh, they are a marketing company. And uh, actually, uh, Joe was on a panel at the show, which I attended. And you could just tell that he is top of the line. His business card is beautiful. He's got a nice picture of him smiling, but not in a posed way. Uh, you know, shows you that he's on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus. So it has those uh, icons on there. Company's part of the Inc. 500. You know, if you're part of an exclusive group or exclusive club, like being part of the Inc. 500, then yeah, you definitely want to have that on your business card as well. And he gets a lot of information on there, but yet it keeps it very clean, very cool looking. And on the back, he has 15, 20 different pictures, you know, all displayed in a cool way with different people that he did a selfie with. And I think that's very cool. It makes you want to look at the back. It makes you want to look at who else he does business with. I see him, I believe that's with Gary Vaynerchuk uh, in the center of the card, which uh, if you have a selfie with Gary Vaynerchuk, you definitely want to put that on your card. Um, and I think I think he takes the show award of the best card, at least the best card that I've seen at the conference. Anyway, I hope we, uh, I left you some great information. I hope that uh, you learned a thing or two. And just a little shout out to a couple of companies that I do use for my business cards. One is called Moo.com and they have something called Lux Business Cards, which are very expensive. Um, you know, if you're ordering just 50 or 100 of them, they cost around 70 cents each. If you order 200 of them, that drops to about 60 cents each, which, uh, you know, you may say, hey, it's expensive for a business card, but, you know, you don't need to order 5,000 cards. You know, if you want to make an impression on somebody and if your business you know, if, if when you do business with somebody, you're making 500 or or $1,000 off the customer, you know, 70 cents is a small investment to make to show them you're serious about their business. So for when I go with the expensive printing cards, I use the Lux brand from Moo.com, M-O-O.com. And if I want fast, like the business card I did, which actually I'll, I'll post in the show notes, I printed up a card just for this trade show. Um, I used Printing. And you'll see that my business card that I gave out is really to highlight uh, my session that I was speaking about which is podcasting for frummies. And uh, you'll see that, you know, I used a cartoon image on the front, just used my email address, trying to make it very clear. You know, I had a specific purpose I wanted to use the card for. And uh, I think I used some pretty good colors. Anyway, we'll take a look. But I ordered them from Uprinting, which uh, has also super fast printing, both front and back sides. You could do in square images. You could do in all sorts of things. And, you know, Uprinting is something I've actually used a lot in the past for a lot of other things. Anyway, more on that in the show notes. And thank you for your time. And until next time. Thank you for listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with Nahum Kligman. We hope you learned something valuable and will share this with your friends. For show notes, archives of previous episodes, and more information to help you start and grow your business, please visit our website, www.fromentrepreneur.com. Listen, learn, be Masliak.